back to the Ticket Weeknights on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, welcome back into Ticket Weekends. I am Harrison Arns. This is The Breeze. We got host Haas and DP here with us as always. And on the last segment, talking some wrestling. Uh, and again, you guys want to join the show, start our hand and text line 402-464-5685. And you want to watch these streams, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter, as well as Allo Channel 951. Tons of ways to engage in the show. Uh, join the conversation. We love to hear from the fans. Uh, it's part of why we do this. You guys are part of the show as always. So definitely feel free to chime in. Uh, but Haas, you're the host here. Where do you want to go next? Well, we were talking about great storylines. And mm-hmm. we talked about it before, Harrison. The way the NBA is influenced or rigged is the stronger word is it's it's a little obvious. So how did the clock change by that much? And there's no rev- like talking about it or like review of it of slow mo of it. Like the NBA wanted to get at least 10 to 11 games in for for the, the the finals and they were gonna get eight so they're like crap <laughs> let's just figure this out and 2. so for 1. them to change the 2.1 seconds to three seconds last night you know van gundy and reggie miller would be like oh hold on let's let's review it let's replay it seven eight nine times and they didn't even do it once they didn't even talk about it once why because it was in the script Exactly. Exactly. It was in the script. We watch wrestling. We know. We know how this works. It was in the script. Look, I. It is a thing that we don't talk about enough. That one, that rule, and I was talking to some folks literally this morning. That it's amazing that that rule exists because there's never been an explanation for that rule. Why is there a rule that if you call timeout immediately after a basket, you get to advance the basketball? Like, why does that exist? There's no logic for it. There's zero logic for it. To say, simply by burning a time, if you burn a timeout, you advance. So imagine in football, if you called a timeout immediately after somebody scored a touchdown, you get the ball at the 40 instead of the 35. <laughs> like we would never allow it we would never right we would, if somebody hits a home run your next batter gets first base like that <laughs> like it doesn't it there's it makes zero sense and we never talk about the rule we just accept it as well that's just the rule no that wasn't always the rule and we think back to the you know the munich olympics where the whole debacle with uh you know with usa and russia playing basketball and, you know, several stoppages of the clock and immediate timeouts and advancing the ball and yada, yada, yada. But there's no excuse for it. There's zero, there's zero logic for it. And then you're right. The 0.9 seconds, one, Miami was so happy to get the three free throws because that wasn't the original call. And we know how people think that, oh, well, we're going to get the three free throws. Let's, let's focus on that rather than the 2.1 seconds because the 2.1 seconds was literally clocked down they showed it again and it's not at the moment of the foul it's the moment of the whistle and to think that okay 
that 0.9 seconds was everything because they didn't think it would matter. That's that's the real answer, is that they didn't think it would matter and think at 2.1, the game's over, series over, pack your bags for Denver, but nope, nope, got to Got to do it again. Got to do it again. Crazy talk, man. With, yeah, with me the, and Haas uh, got into it over the influencers of the, of the game. And then there was that series where the Lakers got swept as game four. It looks like the Nuggets, you were kind of seeing that. The refs aren't going to call it our way. It's pretty obvious. You saw them take a head coach. The head coach called timeout. Just started ripping into him. And you could tell that, you know, that was the vibe. Like, this game, they are not going to do us any favors. You guys have to overcome it and win this game. Uh, and then, sure enough, the Nuggets find a way to pull through. But then again, like we're saying, we go from 2.1 to 3. I want to turn my head away so bad. It, it's the worst part of sports to me when this money gets tied into it. I'm really hoping that's not the case. But, man, it's it's hard not to look at it sometimes and just, you know, act like it's totally within the game, that there isn't anything funny going on. So, Haas. You know, I'll give it to you on that one. I, I want to look away because it's the ugliest part of sports to me. But these, these some of these games have been feeling pretty sticky with the refs on the, how they're calling these. These, these, especially when you get to the conference finals. You know, it's doesn't ever seem to be, you know, properly officiated. The deeper you get into the playoffs, it's just a weird thing. And uh, you know, I, I I looked at it all last night. I can't figure out where they got the point nine. I can see what they're trying to argue for it, but like a DP said, if you're doing it on the whistle, that's it. There's no argument. You know, but there they are with three seconds. So it's 2.1. Kobe White, just enough time to get a tip in. And here we are with the Celtics. You know, we're down to 3 have a chance to break history, and they're going back to Boston. This is the other thing with this team. We always talk about this has never happened. Well, now it's usually because that seventh game is on the road. Boston's going to be at home for that one. So I, I, I really don't know, you know, how this is going to go here. But, you know, Haas, I want to get your take on this because, you know, you heard me. I, I'm seeing some more of the ugly sides in the NBA, the stuff I try to turn my head away from. But when it's blatantly obvious, uh, it can be frustrating. So with what I've seen in sports and, and the scripted wrestling, everything's believable. And I, I really genuinely thought that that 1-0 one, oh, and 149 was going to change to 1-149. One and I just thought it was with the Lakers. Denver's just that good. Denver is just that good that despite anything, uh, we're just going to have LeBron act like he's 28 years old and play 48 minutes and do what he did in the first half. We're still going to sweep you. So kudos to Denver for that. We don't need to talk about the Lakers. Denver looks significantly better than Boston and Miami. I, I am shocked by how good Denver looks. It, maybe the, the week off, hold on, they, they, right now they look so much better. The week off might change their shooting. They might change their shooting. I, I, I thought, thought Miami was going to a game seven, but with, keep going, cut you off. So I want to give them their props for the 10 seconds. The point I was trying to make is, okay, we've seen the Red Sox come back. I don't know where the bloody sock is. I don't know where Kurt Schilling is. We've seen Johnny Damon because um, he was at, at, at uh, I think, game five. Maybe he was at game six. He was at game six. So everything is believable. 28-3, believable. Streak over, believable. Everything now is believable. We've seen it all. There's nothing that surprises us in sports anymore. And what's going to probably happen, someone's going to get a 20-point lead on Monday night, and then they're going to lose. 
That's probably what's going to happen. I, I'm going to say this. If Boston wins tomorrow, Boston beats Denver. Like I'm not even gonna, I'm not even gonna lean. I'm not even gonna waver. Denver beats Miami. Boston beats Denver. Boston beats Denver. Too many, too many, too many players that do things that are problematic for Denver, and the way that Boston would defend Denver with the bigs, having multiple bigs who are athletic, graceful, take away some of the mid range and at the glass stuff that's in play. And you have a player that will look Murray dead square in the eye and not have – right, there's no – like you match up with, with the two wings and, and with Brown and Tate. You just do. Marcus Smart will do Marcus Smart things and will win two games for them just, just by being gutter enough to get into plays that – and, and to, to, to be a nuisance to, to Jokic uh, – out on the wing and still get back to his uh, to his spots on the floor. And I don't think that Denver is going to shoot the three well enough against Boston. If it comes a three point shooting contest, I lean towards the Celtics. Listen, listen, I, I thought before the playoffs started that Boston was the best team in, in, in the NBA. I thought they were going to be the favorites, at least in my mind, that made sense. Um, and now we're, when we got down to four, I said, in my head, like I love, and, and Jokic is playing at a high level. He's playing at a different level. But when you've given an elite set of players more motivation, and now they've been to the dark corner, they're not going to face anything as scary as 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 three zero uh, in the series. And they could have wielded and folded last night. Like that was it. That was the opportunity just to go. Eh, got our best player. Got a good look. Rolled off. We, you know, they hit a three. You know, he got fouled on the three. He made all three three throws. We got our guy. He got a good look. It rolled in and out. Except, except, there is a player who decided he was going to do everything in his power to the last to the last nth second. That is who the Boston Celtics have become, and I'm not sure Denver has that type of dog. I don't think they have that kind of dog. Now, we'll see what tomorrow plays out. But Denver's been sitting around. It's hard. It is hard to stay razor sharp sitting off a full week. It just is. We know that, Hoss. We've been in that room, bro. We know that it's that that week off. We can't match what the Celtics are sharpening their their razor right now. The the, The Nuggets will have to. It's just going to be it, – it'll be an interesting night. I don't know, I don't know who, who, who wins tomorrow. Yeah. I don't know. I want to say Boston, but I'm not sure. We'll see if Jimmy Butler can turn it around. I mean, exactly. at one point yesterday, exactly. he was three for 19, and he came up clutch at the end. This isn't the hate on Jimmy Butler segment because at the end of the game, they leaned on him and it worked. You know, he put him in position to win that game. But, I mean, when the Celtics started, you know, when they got to 0-3, Jimmy Butler cooled off in a big way. And the Celtics have just been chipping, chipping, chipping away. So I, it's going to come down to, I think, Jimmy Butler again. We talk about the supporting cast all the time, and you're saying the Celtics are sharpening their tool. Yes, they are. Like, their role players are finally feel like they're really contributing in a big way. Um, and with the Heat, it feels like it's only been their role players contributing. I mean, last night, it was really Vincent and Struess <laughs> carrying that team all the way up until the third quarter. 
and Jimmy Butler and, you know, Bam's playing okay, but really uh, just totally flipped. You know, the, the role players for the heat are kind of stepping into a bigger role. And then the Celtics on the other end, you know, they're able to trust on their guys and their stars at the same time. So it's, I think it really is going to come down to Jimmy Butler. Like he's going to have to be more aggressive last night. There's so many times he's cutting to the rim and he just wasn't even being aggressive. I thought he kicked out to a lot of threes um, that just felt unusual. And even listening to the commentators, you know, Gundy was all over it. Just couldn't figure out why he kept passing up looks at the rim. You know, he's good at drawing fouls. Even if he goes up there, look for the contact. But it's going to come down to Jimmy Butler. He's got to be more aggressive. Game seven, back against the wall. Maybe we kind of see that dog in him again. It's kind of funny when everyone, when Jimmy Butler becomes everyone's favorite player, that's always the time he cools off. We got to forget <laughs> everyone, forget about Jimmy and everyone just call him overrated and we'll get the game seven Jimmy Butler that everyone hopes to see. But it, it, it's been gone ever since he got into the limelight or spotlight, excuse me, just really hasn't performed to what everyone was expecting. But we'll see. Game seven, I don't really feel good either way because Jimmy Butler's been inconsistent. Tatum's been inconsistent. Like we're talking about two of these stars here. Uh, that have been pretty up and down. Jimmy Butler, a little more stable, but Tatum, he has been all over the map in terms of consistency. You know, Brown's doing pretty good. He's doing things outside of scoring. I don't know how many times I saw last night him flying in from the three-point line for an offensive rebound. Uh, they do all the small things, but the shooting, Tatum in particular, hasn't been consistent. Jimmy Butler, you can say the same thing. Leaves me at a toss-up. Haas, maybe you feel better about something. So Boston goes deep. Boston has has a lot of talent from three through nine, three through 10. Miami mm -hmm. doesn't and definitely don't have it on the road. But Miami did win the first two games. I think the Miami's big three, which is Jimmy, Bam, and Sprolstra, mm -hmm. that's what comes through. So been there, done that, most experienced coach. That's a difference maker. I, I believe I believe Jimmy's a little hurt. He's not going to make excuses, and, and that's why he slowed down. The, the ankle's getting to him. Mm -hmm. now, now, let's take a moment and step back. What's worse? Losing a series up 3-0. <laughs> Losing a series up 3-0. Or being down 0-3 to an 8 seed, getting it to 3-3, and then losing a game 7 on your home court. Which one's worse? I'd say it's going to be worse than the Celtics. The Whoever loses game seven. <laughs> Either way. That's, that's going to destroy careers right there. That's, yeah, that's going to need yeah. a lot of therapy and, and just uh, me time and yoga. And, and that's going to need a darkness retreat like times 10 because that's going to just destroy people. Oh, the, we go the, break. The, yeah, go careers will Careers will end, and, and if the Celtics lose, that roster will not look the same next year. That was my question. I was going to say, Celtics lose, Brown and, Brown and Tatum, they sticking together? Brown and Tatum, they... yes. Brown and Tatum, yes. Uh, then you get into the Horfords and the and the Smarts, that sort of conversation. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think, uh, I don't know. I wouldn't even be surprised if they split those two guys apart. I wouldn't do it personally, but I'm seeing a lot of that. And uh, if you're looking for a big splash, you're looking at Brown the land it but i mean i wouldn't do it i mean that's two years in a row now you're in the eastern conference finals I mean, you got some scars losing to the hawks that's ugly you never want to do that uh but nonetheless they, they still got a good roster and 
I think people get a little too impatient. But we better go to break here. Again, if you guys want to watch the streams, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, Allo, Channel 951. We'll throw it to break. That's Haas, uh, DP. I'm Harrison pushing the ones and twos. We'll see you guys after the break.